0: Oh my God, I think I want a baby. (laughs) Uh, No, 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 not now, not now, right? But there's like one thing standing in my way of like finally committing to this and we're gonna get into it today on this lovely Thursday show of Certified Mama's Boy. Thank you for being here. Hi, my name's Kramer and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy
1: not just any mama's boy you're a certified mama's boy and this is the certified mama's boy
0: podcast oh my gosh 480 episodes of this show isn't that crazy remember when i said i'm gonna do one month and that's it <laughs> see how it goes because this first couple months were so hard too i'm just so beat down i think like zero confidence uh now i still have zero confidence i just cared less <laughs> Uh, in case you're new, this is a podcast based on three principles live, laugh, love your mom. It's just here just to, so you to feel a part of something. You know, it's uh, we, we live our lives out loud, we laugh a lot, and we love my mom, my co host Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Yeah, New York made me feel like maybe I do want a kid, and this was like the weirdest way of getting to that conclusion ever. Um, so I'm like barely awake today. Still, I felt like I had more energy after. Yeah, well, I guess it's gonna take me a couple of days. It's just I, this is a, this Thursday show feels like a Monday show. easily. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um,
1: we're all so, off kilter.
0: Just all off, man. This, it's the worst idea ever to start your week on a Wednesday because <laughs> it's like all the week, all the work that you missed on Monday and Tuesday is still there. It didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Just waiting for you. Yeah, waiting for you to get back, and then just boom. Uh, yeah, so New York was fun. Had a good time. Um, went to go see some Broadway shows, and, mm, and honestly, mm-hmm. it wasn't even that cold. Um, it got down probably into the forties, which wasn't you know terrible for New York. Um, it was
1: warmer there than it was in Baltimore a few days.
0: Yeah, so it was like <laughs> a nice break from the cold and yeah. lesser cold. Yeah, uh, New York's a lot though. It is a lot. I mean, it's just so many people everywhere. Like, <laughs> and it's funny because I always forget that. You guys got to remind me when I go on trips that I. I'm, it's not going to be like the pictures you see on Instagram. You know, you like see all these families. I'm like, we're in front of a tree. Yeah. But those, those people, like, there's 400,000 people around you. <laughs> yes. Bumping into you. And New York's so funny. It's such an aggressive place. I can't tell you how many FUs and like yelling and like just screaming at one another, honking. Like, it's it's a very aggressive city. If you're not used to that lifestyle, like, literally, I was walking by. Uh, if you got little ears in the car, I feel like I've got to say the word without um, to make this as, uh, uh, to make my point here So I was walking by this one theater And this guy, he looked like he maybe worked for the show mm-hmm. Like some kind of stagehand or something um, I Was standing out by the, the door And all, he's on the phone all of a sudden I hear, fuck you, fuck you No, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you! Like, Literally, like, maybe 12 times Oh my times. god And then, <laughs> the phone up And then, like, literally, acting like things were fine and I was like <laughs> <laughs> and
1: then just kept a, on walking
0: like such a weird
1: <laughs> weird place
0: i'm trying to think of anything else like completely bizarre that i saw in new york it's just it's just a, it's a it's its own it's own place up there man it's its own it place is. you know
1: it is uh,
0: so anyway, uh, yeah, so I, I had a really weird moment and I don't know if this is like a midlife crisis. I don't know what's happening because honestly I had like thought that I was going to probably just not have kids. I just assumed yeah. that was probably the way my life was going to go. It was like, and I was okay with it. I was kind of like, it's fine. Like just not how it worked out. And that's, that's okay. i I'm 38, you know? So yeah. uh, not that I can't, but it's like, God, I'm not going to be like, you know, the 65 year old dad at graduation. Like uh-huh. Jesus. Um, so, as I'm sitting here, the we were I was supposed to go see Wicked on the uh, on Sunday, and I was like really pumped up about seeing Wicked. Mm-hmm. At like 1 p.m., I get an email that says your order has been canceled. Here's your refund. And I was like, mm-hmm. Wait, what? And so um, I was trying to click through my emails a little bit to figure out what happened. Apparently, somebody in the cast had COVID, and so they had to shut the whole production down. Oh, uh... which sucks. Uh, oh, while they were kind of waiting yeah, for everyone's test results bad. to come back you know so everyone everyone yes. had to go have everyone had to go on lockdown Ugh. so they had to cancel like the whole weekend's production of wicked which sucks cuz wicked's like a really big show in case you don't know broadway it's like mm. it's like one of the bigger shows hmm. So um instead we wanted to go see um, uh, waitress which I just saw like three weeks ago right because it was here huh. in Baltimore. it's I saw the touring show of it but um, I kind of wanted to go see a cheaper show and yes. uh, you know you can get like day of tickets there a lot cheaper and waitress is one of the options. And so I was like, well, let's just go see waitress It's, it's a good show yeah and um, I, I remember the end of seeing waitress here that I got emotional but I couldn't really figure out why I was really getting emotional. I couldn't really figure out like what was causing that, uh emotion uh mm. to to creep up in me mm. and so at the end of wicked this time i'm mean not wicked at the end of uh, uh waitress this time i and i'm going to give you a spoiler alert here um in case you want to see it apparently it was a movie too which i didn't even realize uh, mm. but so the end of the at the end of the, of the show is basically the show is about this woman that is in like a terribly abusive relationship and she's like waiting for like the right time to like get out. But then she gets pregnant. Right. So then she's like, well, now what am I supposed to do? You know, the age old, age old dilemma Yes. of, well, now am I stuck and whatever? And how could I, how could I ever leave? I don't have enough money. And she was going to enter this, she was a waitress and she made pies and she's like, I want to make enter this contest. And my win is like $20,000 prize. And I'll use that to start my new life. And blah, blah, there you go. You saw the whole musical. Uh So and they <laughs> sing a lot in between. That's it. So, <laughs> I um I decided to uh, I don't know so I so at the end of it what happens was it's a uh, she has the baby and the second she has the baby she has this like realization that like oh my god like I I'm like a mom now and like I'm strong mm-hmm. and like my job is to, like protect this child and mm-hmm. I think the first time through I got kind of emotional about it because it was like she finally found her inner strength. Mm. And I think as someone that has just went through that, and if you saw my Instagram, I posted something about this a couple of days ago about just how God refreshing it is when you like finally find yourself mm-hmm. and like, you're confident with yourself. And mm. the musical kind of brought that out of me. Of like, I remember those days of not like speaking up for myself. I'm like feeling like I didn't really matter that much. And you know, mm-hmm. and how crappy that thought it wasn't it just felt like I was kind of floating along, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the first time that he got me emotional. Yo, I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was, but I literally, the second that she like had the baby, which I, I knew it was coming. Like I didn't know. I just saw it two weeks ago. Literally, I just saw it. <laughs> I knew right. it was coming. I got, I literally started just like bawling huh. and like, about like oh my god I can't like I, like like all the emotion this way this, the woman that played the the main character was really good on Broadway obviously mm. and like the emotion that like she evoked made me think holy shit maybe I want a kid oh. like maybe I want a kid like the like like the way that like it just. It made her feel, made me feel.
1: Mm. And it was like,
0: then it was like all these comments in my head of like, oh my God, your life will change. Once you have a kid, like you'll never, like you can't <laughs> understand until you do it. And it's like, it, it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. And like literally like like 20 years of comments about kids started like flooding my brain mm. of like, oh my God, like maybe, maybe I do want a kid, mm-hmm. which is like a really scary realization to come to at age 38, by the way, at 38 mm-hmm. and, and not, you know, not in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um. And it really like freaked me out. It really freaked me out into thinking, oh my God, Mm -hmm. is this what I really want? Cause you guys know me. I was kind of just like, whatever, like kids, eh, Mm -hmm. whatever. But now I'm like, oh my God, do I, do I really want kids? And I think what makes me even more scared is I'm not quite sure. (laughs) (laughs) Like I thought I was pretty sure about like, it's fine. You know, like Mm -hmm. if I, you know, I date somebody with kids like that, that's fine. If I date somebody without kids, that's fine. Like I don't know necessarily know that I want my own kids and that's fine. Or maybe the, maybe we'll have some kids and that'd be fine too. Like I, (laughs) but like now now I don't know. Like I feel like I steered the ship closer to. I want to have a kid, hmm. and like that's freaking me out. All because of the stupid musical that I just saw two weeks ago, and I didn't feel that way.
1: Yeah, uh, she's a really great actress. She drew you right in, Mom. Thoughts on
0: all that? Does that sound crazy to you? Does that sound? Is, is seeing a musical a good reason to have a kid? <laughs> like <laughs> I don't. I don't know what what's come over me for real. Well, no. this no, and this is and this is no yuck <laughs> yuck. By the way, this is no yuck yuck. This is for real. Like for real, you know.
1: No, I think that you're probably going to question that a lot of times in your life whether you do or you don't. I think that, you know, people when they're 50 and don't have kids may wonder. People when they're 50 and do have kids wonder. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think did it's you just ever did an you an ever
0: Did you ever wonder
1: yourself?
0: Did you ever wonder though, like did, were you ever like No. You just you know, always knew. <laughs> And that's what scares no. me is you're like, well, I just I just knew I wanted to be a mom, and I'm like, well, shit. Then like, should I feel that way too? Like, is that something no. that I should have already felt at this point? I
1: didn't I didn't always feel that way. Um, when I was first married, I can remember talking to Dan Carruthers, who was my boss at Riches and my dear dear friend, um, who had two kids, and saying, I'm just not sure I want kids. And he was like, Oh my god. He said, you know, you will, you will just miss out on the best part of your life if you don't do that. And I was like, "Yeah," not so sure. And then, you know, your biological clock starts ticking. And about age 26, 27, I was like, yeah, I think I think we should have kids. And, you know, Jim was always into it. So it was fine. And I, and gosh, I have no regrets, none whatsoever.
0: See, and that's – but the thing is, like, I, I – you're 27. I'm 38, you know, almost yeah. 39. Yeah. It's like a little bit – But with, with things no, are with different no now, too.
1: Women don't – yeah, women don't have children as young as they used to anymore. I mean, as you know, women are having babies up to age 50. And for yeah. men, I mean, my
0: goodness – Oh, yeah. I mean, I can do it yeah. at age 70 if I want to. Yeah, like, whatever. exactly. Because um, I don't really feel like a clock ticking, but I do feel like I've got to kind of make my mind up once and for all on this mm-hmm. because it's kind of hard for me to pick a partner when mm-hmm. I can't make my mind. And it's like the one piece of the puzzle that I'm still like, God, and I, and I thought, honestly, I thought I was good. Like, mm-hmm. I thought I was like, okay, this is, you know, this is okay. This is fine. Like, I'm good. I don't, you know, I don't need to have kids. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'll am i be, I'll be fine. Um and actually like like pretty okay with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, all right, this is my life. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know if like if because here's what scares me part two about it. It's like y'all told me the same thing about being married too. Y'all are like, mm-hmm. oh my god, your life will be <laughs> so complete once you get married. It's just the great you have got a partner and you just everything, you go through things together, and blah, blah, blah. And it was not, it was not that, it was not that. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but like, it was just a lot different than you guys pitched it to me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So like, that's, I'm afraid too. It's like all these thoughts are getting in my head. of like, Oh my God, like, like you just said, Oh my God, you want, It is the best mm-hmm. you mean, dear, dear. but then like when I see kids, I'm like, wow, they look like a-holes a lot of the time. And so like, why, why? Like I've almost made it out of the kid, like the kid phase, you know, like I'm almost <laughs> but like, yeah, but 40. let me
1: tell you something. Having your own kid is different than having anyone else's
0: kid. But you can't go back. And you, you can't, can't go, go back. back. But I believe <laughs> you can back in. You know, like
1: I believe that once you find your partner, that the two of you will decide what's right for you, and you shouldn't choose a partner based on whether or not you want to have kids. Well, mm. now maybe not. I may want to take that back. <laughs> if if you have a partner and you do, and they don't, then that is a problem.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But. Well, I don't you know.
0: know. If, if you've got any thoughts on this, and I again, I just don't know if it's an innate feeling you always had, or like what it, and if it wasn't like what was it finally when you were like, okay, for sure I want to do this uh-huh. because now well, like for everything sure I, I don't, or for sure I don't, I don't, uh-huh. I and like I I swear to you for like the last two years I've been like for sure I don't, like for sure yeah. I don't, like I don't, and I don't need them. Like if it happens, it happens, but like I don't need one. Yeah. But now mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, like I saw a musical <laughs> and now my whole life has changed, and you know, I'm like, maybe I'm just being crazy because I'm, uh, you know, just the, the the moment hit me, and I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just having. Low key anxiety about that today. Hmm. Let me uh, let me read you this uh, this headline of um, something I saw when I was prepping the radio show today. The average person has four small wins a day. The person wow. has four small wins a day. Um, a poll found that the average person experiences 1,460 small wins a year, about four a day. That includes everything from finding money in your pocket to hearing a new song that you like on the radio. That's what they consider like a small win. Hmm. And like, it just made me think like, that's, that's y'all like, this is what we've been preaching now for the last year and a half on this podcast. Yeah. It is, is to look for the little victories in your life, and obviously tomorrow's little victories day. But mm-hmm. when I saw this, I'm like, "Holy crap! Like this is what we've been doing as a community now for like the last yeah, for over a year now uh-huh. at least, right?" Mm-hmm. Uh, other things that can be, you know, these what they they call them. They don't call them little victories though. They call them small wins. We call them little victories. Uh-huh. Um, Things like uh, paying, finally paying off a bill, you know, achieving mm-hmm. a fitness goal, uh, mm-hmm. finishing a book, something like that, completing mm-hmm. a chore, mm-hmm. um, making it to work on time. Mm-hmm. Uh, 83% of people said that just one small win can sometimes turn their whole day around. And four and five say that they've tried to appreciate their small wins even more since the pandemic hit. And that's kind of what we've been doing over here. Yes. I just love like when our podcast aligns mm-hmm. with – science you know um it says the the most satisfying types of small wins are ones that help us relax or have to do with improving our finances what most people say is is their favorite Mm. types of little victories if you will Mm -hmm. and little surprises like a free coffee or a great parking spot also ranked really high in the survey that came out yesterday as well so uh you know this little victory things works man i I don't want to say that i was the uh the creator of small victories but uh (laughs) we were Mm-hmm. We were. Now the surveys are coming We certainly
1: support that idea. So
0: that's that. Yeah. Um, we're doing our holiday memories week on the show this week too, where my mom and I are reminiscing about favorite favorite holiday memories, and hopefully, kind of giving you an opportunity to do it too, because it is fun. Like it's something about reminiscing back in the holidays. It just brings uh, great joy, I think, mm-hmm. um, because there's nothing better than the holidays when you were like younger. Um, mm-hmm. like holidays of yesteryear will always be like my favorite memories, you know. And I've got a great one for tomorrow. My absolute favorite mom. If I say my absolute oh. favorite Christmas memory, does one anything come to mind?
1: Oh, does it have to do with the show? Don't say anything. All right.
0: But do you do you think you have any idea what I'm talking about? when I say it's my absolute mm-hmm. all time favorite Christmas memory of all time. Maybe. Okay. Tomorrow we'll get to that one. But today is your final day for our um our Christmas memories or holiday memories week. So. Mom?
1: Oh, it's my final day.
0: Final day. Is it. It's okay, Thursday. Okay,
1: Well, I'm going to change it from the one I was thinking of earlier. Okay. My favorite um, holiday memory is when we would always get together with my best friend Margot's kids. She was divorced, and um, they would come over, and we would go to her house every year. And her three kids and... The two of you, Maggie wasn't born yet, would do a Christmas play. And you would spend an hour or two all afternoon planning this Christmas play. That seemed like it went on forever. And Margot <sighs> and I would be the only audience, and we would just sit there. We'd be, of course, drinking wine and having a good time yeah. we
0: were doing all that. Which you would have to, I'm sure, to get through that. Uh,
1: yes, which we needed. And yeah. then you all would come down, and everybody would have their part and their role. And it was the sweetest thing ever. I have some of those on video. I love them. I love I- them.
0: That was yeah. That was a great holiday memory. Oh, um, I, I don't know if anybody so else families good. did that too. But we, we would always like every holiday we'd be putting on a show. I've been putting on shows since damn <laughs> I was a kid. You know, like just yes. what I what I've done my whole entire life. Yes. Uh, and so I um every every yes yeah, so this, this family would come over and um I remember the only I have a couple like memories of doing it. Uh, but I think the one that comes pops in mind was like what would happen would be I would play Santa uh, and yes. Santa Santa's um. Outfit would consist of like a robe, like a red robe, you know, right. like a, you'd wear after a bath or something. Right. And then all I remember, and I, th- I think I had a Santa hat that I wore. Um, <laughs> and I remember then too as I had a um, a beanie, a gray beanie <laughs> yes. that I would pin, safety pin to <laughs> the Santa hat, and I would. Does uh, so that make sense? Like to the bottom of, so kind of hang down.
1: For your beard,
0: and I'd wear it like as a beard, right? <laughs> but like, you gotta remember, like, I'm a kid and like I'm try- trying to talk through it, so it would be like covered in slobber. <laughs> like, I've seen pictures, I just know because I've like, seen pictures since then, you know, of all that. Yeah, I'd so, be soaked. yeah, it was just soaking I in like be saliva. From
1: being in that
0: yeah, I'd be like, sweating, it'd be, you know, oh my God. I'd be like my body temperature would be like 110 degrees. <laughs> Um, and I don't I don't really – I know we really, like sing – and like I get so mad if everyone didn't sing the Christmas songs.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Like we'd have like a layout and I'd like write it out on a piece of paper of like what Christmas songs we are going to sing in order. And like if people didn't sing – and I can't really imagine how freaking annoying that must have been now in hindsight, you know. But I'm like, no, we have 13 Christmas songs we got to get through. You better <laughs> go with right. me here. We're all gonna sing. I don't remember was anybody else actually in the play. or was just me. I feel like it didn't really matter. No, to me. Was everybody like,
1: was in it. Who are but they? You, they were they? Like, they were the director. It was Maggie and oh, John yeah, and so Ellen was, and Brian. So
0: it was these other kids. Well, Brian, I don't feel like Brian was ever like. What did he ever do? I don't well, really remember. I don't really really know
1: that he and Ellen really cared. Really for it. bringing bringing the energy to the show like you and John and Maggie yeah.
0: did. So I do remember that. I think, I think it was it was the daughter of my mom's friend was what literally would drag me around in a we'd make her a reindeer. Yes. And she'd have to drag me around in like a laundry basket, if I remember
1: correctly. Yes. So by the sleigh.
0: Yeah, that's uh that's uh (laughs) I've been oh, on shows for a long time. You've, you've, so you've been seeing a lot of shows fun. of mine, Mom. You've been seeing a lot of shows of mine. I have seen know? a
1: lot of shows. A love them all.
0: It's so That's fun. Interesting.
1: So All right, fun. let's get
0: to our, our quote for today.
1: Okay. It's from Kristen Vickers Douglas from the Mayo Clinic. She says, if your loved one expresses a desire, need, or commitment to change, fan the flame. Your encouragement can make all the difference.
0: Say it one and more time.
1: If your loved one expresses a desire, need, or commitment to change, fan the flame. Your encouragement can make all the difference.
0: No, no, that's right.
1: And that's so true. I mean, that can be applied to addiction. That can be applied to just relationships. You know, any kind of problem that... that your loved ones having, whether it's your parent, whether it's your partner, whether it's your child,
0: yeah. but
1: if they're expressing a need to change, then you need to support them in that Yeah. Um, because if they know that you're on their side, that makes all the difference. If they have someone that believes in them, that they can actually do it. It makes all the difference
0: did you in your relation because i and i I completely agree with it but do you ever feel like you do you ever feel like maybe you shouldn't always support your partner's ideas what do you mean (laughs) like has dad in the last 50 years you guys have been together ever like had an idea and you're like whoa that does not sound like a good idea you know, because sometimes I feel like your, your partner will have somebody like, like let's say, like, if I was in a relationship, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go be an astronaut. And you're like, mm, <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm going to be like an Olympic, Olympic gymnast. And you're like, hmm.
1: <laughs> <I laughs> well, know if it's like the, you know, what i is idea. saying is about changing, it's about yourself. Yeah. You know, it's not about making a job change or um, something like that. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure that. Well, I know for sure that he thought a lot of things I wanted to do were crazy. Most <laughs> things I wanted to do yeah. he thought were crazy.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but, yeah. No, it's but I, challenge, right? But, yeah. But I'm talking about mental health changes. Mm. And I think yeah. that's what she's referring to as well. Right. And we really need that support from someone to say, yes, you can. Sure. Um Yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. There you go. There's your quote for today.
1: So think about it because this this time of year really triggers a lot of people. It's not a happy joyous time for everyone. Right. And there's a lot of triggers out there, so be kind to your friends and family and loved ones and colleagues that that need your support. Sure. Mm-hmm.
0: There you go. All right, ask my mom here in a couple seconds. Before we get to that, uh, mom, we're going to talk about uh, my uh, my grooming habits. <laughs>
1: okay. Over the next minute. Go ahead. So, uh,
0: so, go with <laughs> me here. And I just
1: won't I contribute.
0: <laughs> I just feel like when you know when they when um, our friends over at uh, Manscaped decided to come on to our podcast, I don't know if they ever thought about the uncomfortableness it might bring when I have to <laughs> discuss this with my mother. But uh, <laughs> it's okay. I feel like a mother son should talk about their grooming habits. So uh, here we are. <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> Manscaped is the leader in men's below-the-waist grooming, and they have served more than 4 million men worldwide. And it is listen, tis the season, ladies, right? Like this is, uh, this is what you want to. It's like the gift it keeps on giving year round for you, really. If you think about it, uh, Manscaped is it's funny because they sent me over this performance package 4.0. That's what they call it, right? And it's it's their best selling products all put into one kit. Cause it's like let's get it. Like sometimes buying for guys can be hard. And I and then we, we talk about that. A lot. And most of the products we bring onto the podcast for men uh, are ones that I'm like, hey, this would be this would be a solid gift. Like this would be a solid one for you to do, right? <laughs> uh, so at this one, when I was thinking about it, I was like, man, this is going to be funny because I'm sure there's plenty of women that listen to this podcast that really know their man could use this performance package 4.0. Yeah, but get, how
1: it, do listen, they tell him? <laughs> and, that, and that's it. But yes. like you
0: do it, this is like such a cheeky way of doing it that I feel like this instead of being like, "Hey, listen, like you've really let yourself go down there." Like <laughs> you just give it to me. It's like it's done in like a funny way because it comes with like everything. So let me let me break down this uh, performance package 4.0. It's got the uh, the lawnmower body trimmer, right? <laughs> Which is just funny. It's just funny, spiritual. right? How can, you, how can you be like this is weird? Like it's funny. It's funny. It's the best trimmer on the market for your balls, your butt, and your body, by the way. The Weed Whacker, that is your ear and your nose hair trimmer. They also have their famous liquid formulations, the Crop Preserver, which is their ball deodorant, and their Crop Reviver ball toner to maximize your ball hygiene routine. So... I love when you, the names, I know it, that's it's what I'm saying. So they just do such great. a great job with this. It doesn't make it awkward. It doesn't make it weird. It's just it's no. just fun. Uh, if you, by the way, when you get the performance package now, you also get two free gifts. That is the manscaped boxers that came with it, and also the uh, <laughs> the shed travel bag with you as well. So you can uh, you can trim on the go, which is nice, right? So <laughs> All right, uh,
1: and you can just say, says. you know, I was just supporting certified mama's boy, and maybe they'll use it.
0: Maybe they'll get yeah. the hint. Exactly right. Like I'm supporting my favorite podcast over right, here, right? Exactly. So it really it's fun. It's a fun product, and, and like you know, I I had I had uh, I had to stop and pause and think about it. this is really like something we want to bring on the podcast. And then when I got them, I mean, this is fun. Like it's a fun gift to give somebody, and for dudes, for our you know our our guys, listen to this podcast. Come on, treat yourself to it this holiday season. It's a it's a great gift. 20% off to you right now, and it supports the podcast, so thank you for doing that. 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. The promo code is Kramer20. Be the ballsiest gift giver this year with Manscaped. And Manscaped. Dot com promo code Kramer20 to get 20% off. Also, Mac Weldon is, if you're trying to go for something maybe a little bit more traditional, Mac <laughs> Weldon might be, uh, might be a different way for you uh-huh. to go over here. <laughs> Mac Weldon is men's clothing. Um, it's I I could I just was able to give a really good personal review of it yesterday and I can kind of bring it into today's show. Uh, Mac Weldon, I wore their gloves, their long johns or their thermal underwear, and their um, Socks? Did I say socks already? I wore something no, else. It was Mac. Not Weldon. today. <laughs> um, to New York, and I was super warm. I mean, it wasn't like hot warm because I had two pairs. I, I had the Mack Weldon one. I had one that, the Monza one that you sent me last year. You know when it was getting cold outside. Yes. The ones that you sent me when we were, it was like getting cold outside, like it was just like I was like sweating underneath them. Like that's for, like <laughs> extreme weather. This was like this was really a nice, comfortable breathable pair of thermal underwear uh, same with the gloves the gloves were are kind of thin and so i wasn't really i was kind of like eh, i don't know i don't know if it's going to really hold up in like cold weather because the problem with gloves is that like i could recommend this to people in san diego i could recommend this to people in baltimore new york as well because it i would say it didn't make your hands super hot but mm-hmm. it really kept them warm i didn't like one time like feel that bite of cold come through mm-hmm. so uh, big fan, big fan of Mac Weldon. If you're looking for uh, top notch tops, best selling bottoms, underwear, and accessories for this holiday season, it'd be great for your dad, your husband, super comfortable. I know a couple of the guys. I know Donald buys from them. My friend Jason buys from them. Uh, I, I'm a fan. I'll buy more uh, for my own money because it it's really good. 20% off your first order, by the way, macweldon.com slash Kramer. Enter promo code Kramer. It's macweldon.com slash Kramer. Promo code is Kramer. For 20% off. Mac Weldon, get it right this holiday season. All right. We're going to get to ask my mom here in a couple seconds. First, certified fans. Hello. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Uh, Certified fans are people that can donate a couple dollars a month to the podcast. And you're so appreciative. Like We're so thankful for you. I Mm -hmm. hope you'll take a a couple seconds. Even if you just want to find out more about certified fans, if you just text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888 kramer eight. Then we can uh, give you a quick rundown of what all that includes when you become one. And it really is super helpful. So thank you for that. I can, I don't feel the stress of having to pay all this money every month. It costs, I mean, honestly, like it costs a little under $1,000 a month. I just want to be transparent about that. But a little under $1,000 a month to produce this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, it uh, doesn't your, include
1: my salary.
0: Yeah. That's my mom's salary alone, actually. Uh-huh.
1: So uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's my retirement plan, you know.
0: I just want, yeah. I just want that to just. I, I believe in full transparency on this podcast, and so uh, in full transparency, uh, it's not. I mean, it's not super expensive to produce it, but it does. I mean, I t- I don't know that I could afford hundred. I mean, a thousand dollars a month just mm-hmm. to like produce a podcast, you know? So right. uh, because we do not make a thousand dollars a month in advertising, so no. no. <laughs> Some of you guys chip in it's super helpful. Uh, so, uh, yeah, if you want to help us, text support fans f a n s eight 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 Kramer eight. One of the things people love is the fact that we dedicate an episode to you when you um, join, and when we don't have somebody new, we go back and we thank someone that's been here for a while. We now have four hundred and ten certified fans. So we will spin the wheel. Nobody new today, but we could okay. change. I could change by tomorrow. That's what right. We're going to do is we're going to spin the wheel and we're going to find out who. Okay. It's going to be our certified fan of the day. Dedicate this show to them. And that is certified fan number 27. Oh, early on. Going early on. Probably the first day. The first couple of days, we had so many people join. So um, still here today. All right, certified fan number 27 is, and I think it's fun too because people get to find out their number. I don't know why it's so fascinating, but it'd be fascinating for me too. I get it. Uh, it's Maggie Yancey. How about that? <laughs> Maggie. It's Maggie, my Aww. sister. Um, oh, she I is my baby that. sister. She has been a certified <laughs> fan uh, since the very first day we did this. She was the last <laughs> person on day one to join. Aww. So to my baby sister, Dr. Maggie. She is, yes. uh, she is a whoop whoop. She deserves a very <laughs> special <laughs> whoop whoop. She does.
1: uh, She gets a bonus whoop whoop.
0: All right. Let's give it to her. So
1: whoop, whoop, whoop to wonderful, beautiful drum Maggie. Love her forever. Mm.
0: Um, Also, today, tomorrow is the last day to vote for Podcast Magazine. So I thought I made it easier this month by just texting the word vote Mm. to 888 Cramery, And I told you that Dante helped me figure out to where we could actually pre-populate it. To uh-huh. automatically fill in certified mama's boy, and uh, let me let me see if it's. I'm pretty sure it doesn't work right though. And that was, I don't. We we had it working right. Um, the number is eight uh, eight eight kramer I'm gonna do it right now as we're doing this. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna text in vote V O T E, mm-hmm. and then when I click on, yeah, I think I, I did. I screwed this up because it still goes to the Hot 50 links. So I, I just got to update it. Hopefully, by the time this gets released, I will remember what happens. I forget to do it. I'm like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll, it'll pre-populate, hopefully, by the time you hear this, to just automatically fill in Certified Mama's Boy and Kramer and Jess uh, uncensored and then you can always you know go for the upside we're trying to get the upside back in the number one spot and um those are our podcast yeah. buddies and our our sister podcast mm-hmm. and um so vote for them or whatever your favorite podcast is thanks thank you for supporting podcast we appreciate it you know anybody that supported yes. me from radio shows to podcasting really appreciate that and uh, thank you for the votes and it means a lot so thank you thank you mm-hmm. all right mom let's uh, let's get to ask my mom this is an advice segment that we do twice a week if you ever have a dilemma then you can be on the segment, and that is by you going to um, – you can just go to um, uh, email me, thatguycramer at gmail.com. And mm-hmm. what happens is my mom will give you some good motherly advice, and we'll hop in. The rest of us will hop in too with some advice as well. And if you're a certified fan, you'll actually see it on the page, and uh, you can – that's another way for you to get the uh, Ask My Mom advice mm-hmm. segment every every uh, Monday uh, – sorry, Tuesday, Thursday. So, Mom, without further ado.
1: Okay. Here we go. Mama Nancy. My husband and I have created a problem in our household. It's a Christmas tree disaster. We have two young kids. Our daughter is six and our son is four. They are more into Christmas this year than ever, and I wanted to get them involved. So my husband and I made a big deal out of decorating the tree, and we let them do most of it. They were so proud. They kept taking pictures of it and talking about it over and over. It was fun, but it looks awful. Frankly, it was a Christmas disaster, and we have family coming to spend Christmas week with us. I left it for a few days. Yesterday, I fixed it, and when they saw what I did, they were crushed. My Mm. daughter looked at me and said, we didn't do a good job. Was it that bad? They both looked like they were going to cry. Oh, I'd be crushed. Now I don't know what to do. My husband says we should get another tree, a smaller one, and let them redo it any way they want. But I don't know if that will fix their broken hearts. What should I do?
0: Aw. Yeah.
1: Well, I get it. I mean, I get it. Here's what I think I would do. And Kramer, you can talk about this um, when you were a kid. You know, I bought all of my kids a little Christmas tree for their room that they could decorate. So, maybe, is that why you did that? Yeah. So, y'all could have your own little tree in your room and you could decorate it any way you wanted. It was fun, all wasn't I, it? I thought,
0: is it because you didn't want like, the main tree to look like crap? Was that really the real
1: <laughs> No, Be I just honest. thought it's fun. No, I just thought it was fun for y'all to have a tree in your room. And was okay.
0: it? Okay. Uh, yeah, it was cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think that would be my suggestion. Say, you know, you're but gonna I mean, get your own it's, tree.
0: It's almost like the damage is done. Oh, I know. <laughs> like you, you've already like changed it and like oh, been like, oh my god, like and like. Here's what's so funny is when I go back every holiday, like my mom still puts out the ornaments that I made. You know, and it's like it's like a popsicle stick with a with a red nose reindeer. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my god, this, this is garbage. I can't believe you actually like kept this stuff. You know what oh. I mean? Yeah, uh, it's so. Right. Uh, I, I I feel for you because I can't imagine what as a parent how that must feel to have be inundated with like kid stuff you know what i mean mm-hmm. like to be inundated with all this let's be, let's be honest some of it not the most visually attractive artwork <laughs> or or christmas tree designs uh-huh. uh but like what do you like what are you supposed to do about that i mean yeah. honestly like because here it is like i get it like you don't want and i can only imagine what's and if you're listening right now and i'll actually email her back i want to see a picture what the, if she has a picture from the tree look like You oh know? yeah um because i'm curious i'm super curious if like All the ornaments were at the bottom. You know what I mean? It just looked Uh like a damn tree that a kid decorated. Uh And like, couldn't this be a good teaching? Because this is what happens is like, I feel like, and of course I'm not a parent, might be one day, but um, I feel like we just let our kids off the hook so easy with things where it's just like, Mm. oh yeah, well, um, I don't want to hurt your feelings. So of course it's beautiful. When like in reality it's not, you know Uh what I mean? Like in reality it's not. So like, what is the... What is, like, the proper way of handling that? Like, are you supposed to tell yeah. them, like, no, it looks like shit and we changed it because, like, you're a kid <laughs> and, like, obviously you shouldn't <laughs> be decorating a tree by yourself because you're four or whatever it is? Um, you know, like, what is – what do you do there? And, well, I know you. I, you would never say that to us. But I'm wondering no. if that's, like, the way to – that's, like, you know, is that the better parenting way of doing things? Or are you just – are you, like, teaching your kids a lesson here? Mm. Like, like, like reinforcing bad, you know, I'm I, I not bad habits, but like a bad, um, that's the word I'm looking for here. Um, do you see I'm trying to go with this? Are you reinforcing that like everything they do is great Yes. and they can do no wrong. Yeah. And I, I swear to God, that's why I am the way I am today. Cause I swear <laughs> my mom always told me that everything I did was great. And so now <laughs> I, when people tell me I'm not great, I'm like, wait, what really though? Honestly, all, all jokes aside. No, I know. You know, like I've, I, my mom never, ever told me that like anything I did was wrong or bad. And so I just assume, I go in the cruel world, people are like, that's wrong. And I'm like, no, it's not. My mom would probably say it was right. <laughs> and then it's beautiful. Everything
1: I do is right. Everything I do is right. perfect in every way. I'm
0: perfect. And everyone should love me the same way my mom loves me. <laughs> I always say that's my biggest childhood trauma is my mom loved me too much. It was just like, <laughs> damn, you know? So I don't know. I, I don't know if my mom's the right person to get advice from this. I feel <laughs> like most parents- Would probably use this opportunity to say, listen, honestly, it's not great yet. It's not great. Not great yet. But like, Mm -hmm. it could be. And like, (laughs) why don't we redo it rather than being like, oh no, you know, like it's, you know, it was the cat knocked the tree over. So we had to redecorate, you know, like I don't, I don't know. I don't Mm. know. You know?
1: Yeah. I still say." Let's of you say, do. Buy them a little tree for their room.
0: <laughs> My mom's to tell them they're perfect. It was the greatest <laughs> Christmas tree you ever had.
1: Well, I mean, you know, it is sweet. Well,
0: 888 eight, frame I eight. think
1: I probably would have left it. I mean, if I had grandkids that came over and decorated a tree, what I would have Would you? Because if it, it looked like crap, it the looked best. like crap. You know, it's the best. like. And it- I would say to everybody, Look what. Joey and Susie did. It's so cute.
0: I, I think ninety percent, ninety five percent of phone calls that we get from parents will say they would totally change the tree, <laughs> and they would tell the kids right. that it it wasn't the greatest. And here's You're why.
1: Probably, but maybe right. I'm wrong.
0: I'm not a parent. So eight 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 Kramer eight. <laughs> Which one is it? Do you tell them the truth, or you just soften the blow and go with it? And we'll uh, get some voicemails on this week. So eight eight eight. Kramer eight. All right, mom, that is it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever.
1: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas city, go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting.
0: And that is going to do it for our Thursday show. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I mean, it really is incredible. 408 episodes. I mean, think about most, most podcasts. Let me let me let me Google this really quick because I think we're gonna learn this together. I want to see how many episodes most podcasts finally make it to. How many episodes do most podcasts last? The answer is on average 14 episodes. 14 episodes uh, so the fact that we you've listened now to way more than that it is um, it's really and, and honestly here's to the average podcast gets about 27 listens per episode so the top 1% gets 3,200 uh, 3,200 listens per episode so like thank you so much like you've made this podcast a big deal and like I just I don't know I'll always be appreciative of these people these people right here you no matter what happens in my radio career, like this will always be the most meaningful thing I've ever done. So thank you so much for being a part of it. Thank you to all of our certified fans that supported, And thank you. I mean, there, there wouldn't be certified fans if there wasn't our podcast fam in the first place. So it's fun to spend the holidays with you guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you tomorrow, uh, Friday with Jimmy Mack. And uh, we'll see you then. Love you. Bye.
1: Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy.